high in the heavens, yeah. low in the streets, yeah. above the clouds, yeah. soul in the beats, lost in the sunshine, where we should meet, yes. good vibration, rise and release, high in the heavens, yeah. low in the streets, yeah. above the clouds, yeah. soul in the beats, lost in the sunshine, where we should meet, yes. good vibration, rise and release. Many, many blessings and welcome all beings, bright and luminous ones, to another mini soul flow podcast for the podcast, Get Your Chit Together. I am your hostess, Mira, and if this is your first time listening, make sure after the episode, you go back into the archives and listen to some of the older episodes and be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast on and share, be sure to share with friends via email and on social media, any of the episodes that resonate for you. And also check me out on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Get Your Chit Together and on Twitter at Chit Together. And thank you so much. So in this week's episode, I really wanted to talk about how to be there for someone when they are suffering and they're going through trials. And I want to speak that the most important thing is to hold space with love and compassion for that person and to just plain show up. And so how do you do that? How do you hold space? It requires you to like be present for that person and to take the I out of the equation. And that's something that is really uncomfortable for most of us because most of our sentences start off with I, I am the focus. So in order to be there for someone, it really requires you to show up and, and remove yourself and how you're experiencing their suffering and the emotions that are brought up for you from that situation so that you don't compromise your integrity and ability to really show up for someone else. And it's really hard to not make the situation about you. And that's what a lot of us tend to do when we show up and we have all these emotions of what we're feeling and what we're projecting onto the situation. So it's a very beautiful study of how to take the I out and how to be fully present for someone else, because we can't show up with an agenda of, I want to make this person feel better. I want to feel better by making them feel better. I want to help this person forget. We have to remember that it's not about I, it's about the other person. And for a lot of us, what's missing in our human relationships is our ability to witness and be witnessed in our suffering. A lot of people are there for the good times and the joyous moments, but in grief and in loss and in suffering, we really need to witness and be witnessed so that we know that it's real that we're not making it up, that somebody else is there and is present for us and holding us as we're going through whatever it is that we're going through. And it's that simple and it's that difficult to show up for someone, to not put your projections onto that person, to not judge that person, to not have expectations about how they should be moving through their grief and their loss but to really show up and show up well and to show up with love and compassion and just out of the generosity of your spirit, just to witness and be there for someone. And yes, when we show up for someone that's suffering, there's grief in that. But as witnesses, we have to have an ability to channel our own grief 
and channel them through different outlets. Maybe for some people, it's very different for me. Channeling grief comes through song, through prayer, through meditation, through movement. And in order to fully develop these channels of moving grief, we have to first do our own grief work. We have an entire uh, homework folder, if you will, of ancestral grief and of grief of, of being here incarnate in this form that we need to process so that we have the ability to shift it and move it when we're holding space for people that are going through their own uh, processes of grief tending. And so in doing our own grief homework and doing our own grief tending, that allows us to show up for other people in their time of need without projecting or bringing added grief to the situation or bringing triggers that we have uh, around our own associations with whatever's going on. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't cry and shouldn't mourn with them. It's quite the contrary. I'm saying that when we show up for other people, when they're grieving, we have to show up and not take on their loss and their suffering for them. Because a lot of us tend to do that because we think it's helpful and we don't know any other way to be there except for to be in it. We don't know how to witness. And so that is a time for us to put into action our grieving and our grief tending skills that we've acquired by doing our own work. Because when we fail to witness and we jump right in it with them, what we're doing is adding to collective grief that is already present in the world. And so when we take on somebody else's grief too, it hinders our ability to do our own grief work and our own grief processing because our plate becomes really full with what other people are experiencing and what's happening for them. So showing up for someone while they're suffering and in a state of grief is a learned skill that we all need to have in our toolbox. And also we need to approach suffering and grief with a lot of reverence and respect because they're powerful, powerful teachers. And we have to be aware that when we show up, that we don't have that agenda to shield anyone from them. We cannot get in the way of someone else's learning, no matter how painful it is to witness and to watch. And that's something that my mother-in-law, Tracy, has really bought home for me. Her teacher, Rocking Bear, taught her is you cannot get in somebody else's way, no matter how many times they fall down, no matter what is happening you have to be in there in the capacity of, of the witness to really be of service to that person. And I say this message to go out to everyone in the world in light of all the suffering and all the grief that is happening. I am encouraging everyone to march, to protest, to raise awareness, to pull our resources together. But I'm also encouraging people to never underestimate the value and the importance of being a witness to the suffering of others. And that on taking on someone else's grief, we're adding to the collective grief. So we need to be there in that capacity as, as a witness and not fueling the flames with anger and more grief. Grief is a part of our experience here on the earth. And again, it's not something, grief and suffering are not things that we came to this earth to be shielded from. They are teachers from us. And I know that it's really hard when it's personal but it is a very necessary teacher for our growth and our evolution. 
And it's a really powerful teaching that we make a life study of while we're here on earth to aid in our own spiritual development. So I pray that this podcast finds you well. And if you're finding yourself in the place of the witness, I really implore you to sit with how are you showing up for those that you're witnessing? How are you doing your own grief work so that you're not bringing more grief to the situation? And are you showing up with compassion and love in the process? So until we meet again, may you all have health in the body and peace in the mind. Mm -hmm.